0: Welcome to Help Desk with Joe. This is Show 85, and today we have an exciting show with Joe and Justin, and we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff, and you know some repeat offenders here in our talk today. And also, we are, uh, I guess, done with the series on um, tips of the week uh, for now, we're uh, just taking a week off at least. Yeah, we're going to take a week off at least, and we got a product review, and you've told us <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Uh, it's not not a, good as in positive, but it's going to be a good one as in one to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with me as always, Justin and Joe. <laughs> Morning, guys. Morning. Or how about this, Joe and Justin? There we go. There you go. Is that better for you, Justin? <laughs> yep. Get you on that train of uh, exciting intros. Yep. <laughs> All right. So today we have got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Couple of new topics, which uh, doesn't always happen. It's usually. Um, repeat offenders <laughs> usually <laughs> something to do with apple since
1: i've been here i don't remember ever talking about the first one on the list yeah so
0: that. it's been quite a while yeah I, yeah i agree with you Justin. i don't i don't know it, it's i'm been not a while. super familiar with it but uh airbnb joe how yeah. does airbnb <coughs> tie into the technology world because you know your role here is uh in, in the basis of the show for the last 10 years has always been uh, technology news and stuff that people need to know—the general consumer, along with business people, small business people
2: especially—and um, now we have Airbnb. So I'm curious to see how you tie this in. Okay, I know the last—the last time that I recollect us talking about Airbnb is right when COVID first hit, and we was doing the remote shows. That's the last time I remember talking even discussing Airbnb. So that's been a year and a half ago. Really? Yeah. Okay, I don't even remember so it must not have been anything super exciting. Well, I was going to say Kel was still here, so that gives oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's over a year ago then.
0: Yeah. year and a half. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, so. So. You know, within the last week, uh, the government has started to lift the restrictions on international travel, starting to let international uh, <coughs> visitors come back into the country. Yeah. So Airbnb has stepped up, and they've upgraded their app with some new bells and whistles to help draw in uh, more uh more customers because they're seeing a huge spike in international travel Nice.
0: so i I see how this ties in now that's an easy connection so yes you know having more people come back in start to travel and i think everybody in america has already started to travel quite a bit and airbnb has been a pretty Popular thing, and and we had a side conversation, not based on this show, but just you and I personally, about how Airbnb is on the uptick anyway. Yeah, even because, even here locally, yeah, in Spencer, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean with people, you know, st- wanting to go somewhere and make sure that it's clean and sanitary, and you know, mandatory days in between and all that good junk. Right. Uh, you know, Airbnb was a positive. Yes. And uh, and so now it's tying into more of a world scope right okay all right fill
2: us in i'm curious i'm all ears okay so the airbnb app they have pushed out some updates and and it's and it's good for all the way around it's a little more work here right now for the what they call the host of the airbnbs but it's nothing too crazy so airbnb is now making it easier for international travelers to book their stays just as the u.s opens its borders to foreign travelers the short-term rental platform is introducing a translation engine that will automatically translate reviews and listing descriptions in over 60 languages. Wow. So the feature set to launch before the end of the year, so it, it's coming soon. Okay. And uh, some other things that they're bringing is accessibility reviews. So what the accessibility review is... <coughs> When a host posts their home, room, whatever listing, you have to submit pictures to your listing to verify that your your uh, what you're hosting is what you claim it is. You know, if you claim right. that it's you can access it without any stairs, they want a picture to make sure that you're not on second story of a building that right, right. <laughs> you're not doing any misleading information, right. <coughs> okay. So they're, they're asking people to uh, uh, send, submit more pictures for the accessibility review to make sure everything's on the up and up. And they're going to have more flexible searches. So after introducing flexible searches earlier this year, it will let guests uh, search for stays within a six-month period of time. And Airbnb is now expanding that to 12 months out. So before, you could only book up to six months ahead. And now they're saying, hey, let's push it out to a year out. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Serious plan in the head there.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's... I, I was just thinking when you said that, you know, I paused in my own head and thought, <coughs> who knows what's happening a year from now. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I could almost see six months. Yeah. But a year... I, I don't know. I guess, though, people do plan stuff a year out. Well, I mean, if it's like a
2: cruise or something, I can... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I mean, you know. And you know, you kind of know when you're going on vacation, right? I'm, I don't know. I mean, I got a teacher background, so it's always like summer and spring yeah. break, or like, <laughs> you know, and you get your Christmas break. Those are the times when you you know you take your your time because otherwise you're you're do, you're working and right. You know, I work here with patches based around that schedule, so right. everything happens in those months. So I guess you could do you know a year away, but it's kind of scary to think that way based on how COVID wrecked everything in 2020, right? and carried over into 2021 about <laughs> you know where you can travel how you can travel i mean like getting a rental car right now is crazy well ain't getting anything <clears throat> yeah which is unreal to think that it's so hard
2: to get rental cars but you know a year from now who knows what's going to be available or what the situation will be so we're just even trying to get gas seen and i tried to get gas last night at our local gas station here and i'm not gonna mention oh it about- geez you're inciting gas panic already I'm not inciting it. I saw it firsthand. Yeah. And I'm not going to name the station because I don't want to give them any bad press because it's not their fault. Oh, so yeah. Full disclaimer there. We pulled in and they was limiting you to $50 max on your purchase. Really? And as far as guesses, the only thing they had was the 93. Wow.
1: Yeah, I was trying to fill up the other day and eventually I just put like <laughs> 10 bucks in and put the nozzle back because I was like, this is taking forever. It was
0: going slow Creeping. yeah yeah that happens though that's a technical difficulty
1: yeah and then just went over to the next gas station filled right up so.
0: huh.
1: yeah i remember that one morning but w- there was a scare before where pulling into the patch office that yeah there's a gas station i mean it almost like spilling out into the main road like yeah you know, yeah. know that that it one happens, was well that know. that one that, was that
2: that one was completely, line un- thing. Yeah, yeah. That was completely unjustifiable yeah. because that one was had to do with the lower East Coast, wasn't even touching West Virginia, and of course our county had to be the one that would cause a gas shortage on purpose. So <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, uh, yeah, caused all that. So yeah.
0: the, the fuel prices are caused caused by OPEC. And they they have a board of directors that determines supply and demand and the cost of fuel and all that good stuff. And I like how everybody likes to blame it on politicians. And believe me, I'm the first one to say our politicians stink. Um, (laughs) But, you know, the gas prices are determined by OPEC. It's supply and demand. they slow down everything or they decide to take a petroleum distillery off of uh, offline and have a mechanical whatever. So. It's just crazy. When that stuff happens, everybody starts to panic. And this is what I don't like. The panic sets in like, Oh, we gotta have gas. So everybody goes and gets extra gas. Yeah. And they make it worse. <laughs> you know, and it's just like when the water thing happened there with the the coal cleaning company or whatever spilled the chemicals yeah. in the river and they said, Oh well, you know, this could affect part of Rome County. It was only the part down by Clendenin. Okay, and, and, and everybody
2: and ran to our Walmart here and bought water. Well and I and I can verify, because I checked with our local water department when that happened. I was yeah. talking to them. Yeah. It affected like three houses in Roan County. Yeah, I mean, I'm it not, was it trying trying the, to No, to no. I'm not trying to sugarcoat, or I'm not trying to, you know, bless right. <coughs> the blow, but it was like, it only, it literally only affected three houses in county. Yeah, that's what I'm county. saying.
0: They were down by Clendenin, yeah. right at the very edge of Roan yeah. County. You know, and, and it was amazing to me, you know, Zach and I sat here and we're like, people in Roan County don't know where their water source is. No. It's Charles Fork Lake. Yeah. We have nothing in the American water yeah uh whatever it's called west virginia american water. yeah yeah Yeah. we have nothing in that so you know river the canal river pollution doesn't affect us here in roan county our water comes from Charlesworth lake right but everybody ran straight to walmart bought out all the water yep you know we were i don't we had an event or something going on and we're like crap (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) what is going on here and then you know zach looked up he's like
2: okay yep this is what happened everybody panicked and they're like, jeez, people. Well, that's like last year with the toilet paper. If you went to the, oh, the store yeah. and legitimately tried to buy toilet paper as part of your grocery shopping, people gave you the desk. They're like, "Oh, you're hoarding toilet paper? No, I actually need this." Well, people, <laughs> yeah, people
0: were hoarding it, and I saw like uh, some stores, like Kroger's over in Ripley, was limiting you to one pack. Yeah. And I saw a couple people throwing a fit, and I was like, "It's not that big a deal, nice. you know. Surely you won't blow through one 16 roll of toilet paper in a month." Well, what I can if you see. do, then you know, surely you can go to Dollar General or somewhere and buy another one. It'll be okay. Or newspapers and magazines,
2: junk yeah. mail. I was just saying, come <laughs> back the next day. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, my thoughts are, every bought up toilet paper over a respiratory infection. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. do so, a <coughs> So anyway,
2: the whole gas thing just baffles
0: me because a, I'm mad at the gas companies, <coughs> and I'm pushing gas up to three thirty nine right here before the holidays. It happens every year. Yeah. I don't care how or who wants to try to explain it. Every year at the holidays, any holiday ever, they push the gas prices up. Yeah. And it's just how it is. And then people panic like, Oh gosh, we're gonna run out of gas. We got tons of gas. Anyway, all right, that's my two cents, Joe. <laughs> we get here? I don't know how we got here from Airbnbs, but Justin, you are definitely not doing Fine. your portion of this show very well at all.
2: Well, Well, it's still early, and we're about ten minutes in. Justin hasn't got fully (laughs) it got activated yet. yet. Yeah. (coughs) So, (laughs) the next Um, thing that uh, Airbnb is adding feature is adding verified Wi-Fi. So, the pandemic has given more workers the ability to do their job from anywhere, which means they have to rely on Wi-Fi more than ever. In a 7,500-person survey, Airbnb found one third plan to live somewhere else, working remotely more often than before the pandemic. Really. So Airbnb guests have used the, veri- the Wi-Fi filter while searching for stays more than 288 million times, according to the company. Now hosts can have their internet speed verified through the Airbnb app. Additionally, it's new. It, they're also including a host protection feature called Air Cover, which offers hosts $1 million in damage protection, $1 million in liability coverage, income loss protection, pet damage protection, and deep cleaning protection, and air cover is free to all new and existing hosts.
0: Huh. <coughs> okay.
2: And I know the the Wi-Fi is a biggie. Uh, a buddy of mine has has an Airbnb, uh, has a little house he uh, rents out through Airbnb, and he actually had a person that was wanting to stay, and they wanted to make sure they had, one, he had good Internet, and two, that he was able to hardwire because the way his laptop was set up it wouldn't work on wi-fi it had to be hardwired for security reasons for work yeah so they so i know i've seen firsthand this one the wi-fi deal being legitimate interesting okay so that's that's all right now for what's going on with airbnb uh for the host there's a couple new features that you'll need to go through nothing too crazy nothing that you haven't done already and for the guests uh, book now because you're going to have some competition here shortly really for, for other from international from, guests yeah coming
0: they, in. oh yeah yeah that's what i was gonna <coughs> say wait <coughs> competition yeah but yeah, yeah. From people out of country yeah it's back on here we go okay that that'll be interesting i'm curious to see how that all works out just as in you know here locally, we've seen more kids get COVID than we have adults at this point. It's kind of turning a little bit, which is scary in our school system and so forth. Uh, but, you know, when you start adding in folks from other countries, then gets interesting. But, but I mean, you're going to have it at some point. Right, so. but
2: the good part of it is statewide and nationwide, our numbers are going down pretty pretty steadily, which is yeah, yeah, a m- welcome change. Yes, it is, for sure. All
0: right, well, you tied a lot of stuff into Airbnb, Joe. I like it. Okay, so the next thing is Netflix. What do you got for us on Netflix? I like Netflix.
2: Well, i got some bad news for you, Dave. Oh, crap. I know. Why, man? Just why? Well, we can no longer poke fun at Justin for not having access to the Netflix games. <laughs> what happened? They, they got on Apple. Yep. Starting today, <coughs> Wednesday, okay. uh, November 10th, uh, starting at 1 p.m. today. Justin in all iOS devices, iPhones, and iPads will now be able to play games on Netflix apps. So, Dave, our reign of ha-ha's are over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, well, Apple... Well, I, I don't
0: play Netflix Netflix games anyways. So I don't really care, and I'm pretty sure Justin doesn't, so... Yeah. Well, but just the whole
2: point of Android got it first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I we, mean, that's a given, But so, we can yeah. play that's the, the card of... But we can play the card of see another uh, example of Apple copying Android. Android was first. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's how. I mean, that's how it works. Everybody knows it. So uh,
2: after a week of uh, a week after opening up its games to all subscribers to Android, Netflix is rolling them out to the iPhone and iPads worldwide. Users can now download the games through the App Store. So starting at one o'clock today, you'll see a dedicated row in the Netflix iOS and iPadOS apps, from which you can pick a game to download. Those games will with an iPad can find the game through the category drop-down menus as well. So uh-huh. if you want to list the games, listen to last week's episode. We went through all the games. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, there's a couple Stranger Things games out. And uh, there's some other games. I don't remember. I think there's like five out now. And, and there are already talks of uh, a couple of other titles releasing soon. So exciting things with Netflix. They're entering the gaming world. So oh. I'm, I'm anxious to see how this works out. And if you missed our episode last week, if you're a Netflix subscriber, it doesn't matter which tier, as long as you're a paid Netflix subscriber, these games are free.
0: Really? Yes. That's right, you already told
2: me. Yeah. That. <coughs> Coolio. You going to
1: check them out, Jeff?
2: Uh, I, I thought about it, I just haven't had a chance to. I did look at uh, the one. Try tried the shooting
1: hoops out. See how that is. Wasn't that one of them? Like yeah. A the basketball game? Well we can actually report
2: back. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want to do that as a review, go through the process of getting it through Netflix and all that and see how hard it was to make everything work. Yeah. We could definitely do a review on that.
0: Okay. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Netflix games. Yes. Finally Justin can get some (laughs) reprieve from the making fun of him almost maybe, but not.
1: (laughs) Dave sees me. (coughs) Playing games, I could just say this is for work. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah.
2: testing. I'm testing. Joe pretty sure Denise is not going to let that float. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: but good luck to you. Yeah.
2: But Joe said it was okay. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Denise doesn't care what you say is okay when yeah. It comes to work.
1: Research. Yeah. Research.
2: <laughs> That's why Denise is in the job she is because she does it very well and she doesn't let yeah. nonsense like me uh, try to Oh, yeah. Convince her.
1: Doesn't matter who you can yeah, pull that.
2: Yeah. That's why she and Cena work. Out I don't even get away s- with that. That's why she and Cena work so well together because they <laughs> just kind of look at nonsense like me and go, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> we like
1: it, but we're not going to put up with you. Yeah, so.
2: shenanigans.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Okay.
1: Now, now I'm nervous. I see item number three: apple. Yes. What, what apple.
2: So this one's gonna be interesting, I, and I knew this would be a good topic for discussion. So well, man, we blew through the first two. So
0: <coughs> this didn't take long
2: at all, Joey. Normally, there's something there that you know. Well, this one, this one's a good one. Okay, all right. So <laughs> hit, it, hit us up with the Apple. Okay, so Apple is to beta test an iMessage feature that will warn kids about nude imagery.
0: Ooh. Okay.
2: So, and and, and I know, and I read this last night, and I immediately had. Reaction. So, I'm, I want to get your guys' reaction. This, this one will be a little discussion. So, Apple will begin beta testing a text messaging feature designa- designed to protect children from sending or receiving nude images, the company said on Tuesday. The new iMessage feature, which Apple adjusted after receiving feedback from critics, is part of a series of capabilities designed to fight child exploitation, which I'm all for. But. Yeah. <coughs> Let me read on. Apple's new <laughs> <laughs> Apple's new iMessage feature will analyze attachments and messages sent to users marked as children to determine if the attachments contain nudity. <coughs> Apple said it'll maintain message encryption as part of the process that will and that the feature is designed so that no photo or indication of detection leaves the device. Which okay, I'm happy with at this point. So what they're saying is They'll have, the software will scan the image with its algorithms or whatever and see if it contains nudity and it'll stay local to the device and won't send anything home to Apple servers, so they say.
1: Right.
2: So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Now, okay. the, chat, the tech giant also said it's changed how the system works. Initially, Apple intended to alert parents of children under the age of 13 if the kids viewed or sent a flagged image anyway. Okay, no big deal. That's good that the parents can still keep an eye on their kids. Now, Apple will let the children choose whether to alert someone they trust, and the choice is separate from whether they they view the image.
1: Huh.
2: Big problem in my book. Because they can
0: accept it and go on anyway. Yep. Ah, I can read your
2: mind. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not really, but you
2: know. Yeah, not a lot there to read. <laughs> <laughs> so so this Apple message detection feature is separate from what it, from its plan to scan child exploitation imagery, which accompanied company delayed back in September. So back in September, we talked about them releasing a, a possible feature that would scan all the images on your phone, and it was throwing... Uh, throwing it under the umbrella of, well, this is to protect children, and I was calling bunk and everybody else was. So yeah. this one's a little different. So my thoughts are, and I want your guys' complete input on this, I liked their original intent of getting parents involved, but yeah. now you're letting the trust of right. a child to make the adult decision. Of, yeah,
0: they determine the outcome.
2: Yeah. I'm wholeheartedly against that, I don't understand why Apple's going down that road. Why didn't mm-hmm. they just stick to their guns and say, you know what, the parents need to be taking care of this. Yeah. And it goes back to the whole software like Bark. Dave, you have kids that use, your, oh, your kids yeah. on Bark. Yeah, we use Bark. So, I mean, granted, there are times that are false positives, and Dave, you've, you've claimed that, and nothing against Bark. That's just with any software. That's just where software works. It could be a completely innocent comment, but they just hit a trigger word that... Uh, Yep. threw everything up so and yet Apple's kind of mute on a, as to why they've changed their mind on this yeah so I don't know what their intentions are and, and I'm not liking where this is going yeah who knows with Apple it's hard to tell Justin
1: I mean my initial impression is that just with all this stuff you're always flirting with kind of like you're trying to address a problem but then <coughs> it can easily just seem like like you said Joe, oh, they say it's not, they're not going to be looking at your stuff, and it's just like, well, you put your foot in the door in terms of, okay, now a company is scanning images that you're sending, and just, right. I don't know, but you can see some good coming out of it, but also, Whew. that foot in the door of, okay, we're yeah. going to start scanning people's <coughs> stuff, and it's just like.
2: Right. Well, here, here's where I, I draw the line and get the justification on it. Is when I send that picture, you know, if I send something to someone, like when I send you guys a text message, that's basically leaving my phone and hitting the public to get to you guys. So if they want to scan it in between, I have no problem with that because that's leaving my device. That I, you know, that's All right. that's not a problem. But now just infiltrating my phone just because, and then scanning without me giving you, okay, that's a whole other that's a whole other ball game. That's where I draw the line of if I'm gonna send it out or if somebody's gonna send me something, okay, scan with it, whatever you want, I don't care, but just infiltrating my phone. No thank you.
0: Yeah. It's a slippery slope. And, Justin, I agree with you because once you kind of get that foot in the door, man. Yeah. And then leaving it up to the kids. Right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Whose idea is this? I kind of agree with Justin. It's kind of like, hey, let's
2: do this because surely there might be a problem down the road. But Well, I don't, I don't and know. what drives me nuts is, in, and know. you guys have seen this way more than I do because... You guys deal with kids every day. You see a lot of this nonsensical rules and regulations and stuff, and, and they uh, sugarcoat it with wisdom to protect the children. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going, and hold that, on, time out, wait a minute, over here. <laughs> yeah, and that,
0: and that's the hard part is it's a false positive. Everybody's yeah. like, hey, this is our re- we need to protect the kids. I'm like, well, not if it's not an issue, you don't. Right. And, and there's always always you know I'm I'm skeptical. I'm like follow the money. Yeah you know, wh- where is this going? What Where are they going to sell it? Who are they going to sell it to? I don't know. And it's, one, it's almost a solution trying to find
2: a problem. Kind
0: yes, of yes, wholeheartedly. Good good way to put that, Joe, and if uh, people miss that, say it again. It is a solution trying to find a problem. Yeah, and we see that a lot in the child care world. It is crazy how much stuff like that comes across our desk where they're like, hey, surely it's a problem. And you know, we were talking about, um, you know, some issues, social issues yesterday. A lot of people forget, uh, you know, uh, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease is the number one issue in America right now. Yeah. But everybody likes to pick side projects to make that the next Obolins thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, whatever the case yeah. may be, which don't get me wrong. People are affected by opioid abuse and so forth. But, you know, even here locally, not really an issue. It, our issue is health. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially with our kids, our kids' health is declining rapidly. Type two diabetes is rising like crazy, but nobody wants to talk about that. You know, well, because you can't make any
2: money off of that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's already passed, <laughs> and you know,
1: it's easier to talk about scary drugs and stuff. Yeah, and, well, it and
2: it's the whole fear factor. And it's yeah. if you watch the news, that's why I refuse to watch the news because they play so heavy on fear and scare yep. tactics and all that. I just go, I just, nah, I have enough to worry about. Thank you. I don't need you piling <laughs> on. Yeah.
1: I just Wonder how much of an issue, like how many kids out there actually—I don't want to downplay it—but actually, there's an incoming text that, you know, contains explicit material. I mean, part of me is like, like is probably a good thing to alert the kid or just block it totally, like keep that from yeah, that stop it before
2: it starts. Okay, I mean, I'm, yes, yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> sending stuff. But, yeah, like you said, Joe. I mean, if
0: I had to jump on the kid thing because of my two kids, I would say Snapchat's the biggest deal to have stuff spread, not right. texting. Right. I mean, my kids rarely even text. They text me, but they don't right. text each other. They they do direct messaging through Snapchat and Instagram.
1: Right. <coughs> it's like, well, this isn't Apple's department. It's more like the parents. If the parents are doing their job and...
0: Yes, there that, you go, wholeheartedly.
1: That, that's something... That you raise your kids a certain way that they're going to be able to make decent decisions, and, preach and you it. don't need
0: Apple
1: <laughs> jumping in. And that they're like, oh, they're the ones that are going to save the day. now it's the parents, in my opinion, that are
2: preach it, Justin, like, preach it. <laughs>
1: that's the, the front line is the parents, not
0: Apple. So yeah. I don't know. Well, that's why that's what makes me think that Apple or somebody's going to make money off this. Oh, like, yeah. hey, we can get this information.
2: You know, get more information in a different way, and somebody wants it. Well, at the bare minimum, it's a marketing ploy. Hey, look, here's what we did we're to doing, protect children. Yeah. It
1: might, to me, the, yeah, maybe they just want to jump on the bandwagon, but like you said, Dave, Instagrams and Snapchats, to me, they're the ones that are actually
0: all oh, that's way, way more, more thing, dangerous because, yeah, cause, maybe need to do something. I mean, I, I talk to my kids. I'm like, hey, text this person. And they're like, no. Nah. they're like, what do you mean? And they're like, I don't have their phone number. <laughs> How do you not? Or I'll, this is what I'll say I'll say, call them. And they're like, I don't have their number. I was like, you were just talking to them. And they're like, no, I was messaging them through Snapchat or yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I was like, and you don't have their number. And they're like, no, we don't need their phone number. We don't need anybody's phone number because they just snap them. We snap them. Yeah. Right. That's what they call it. <clears throat> and I'm just like, this is craziness. Yeah. Because, you know, I have people's phone numbers, <laughs> and as adults, we text. But, yeah, they, they don't do that anymore, and I don't think parents understand that that's, that's the how, you know, bad pictures, bad videos, you yeah. know, if there's a school fight, people video, it and they, they throw it out through Snapchat and Instagram Big fast. Big time, yeah.
2: Um, you know, and that's how it spreads. They don't actually text message stuff to each other. And, and from from a legal standpoint, and and I had this exact discussion with Cena. and I had this with our niece over the weekend, Cena's uh, sister, uh, her her and her husband uh, decided to get their daughter uh, a phone for the first time. And she's in that 14, 15, 13, 14, 15 uh, age range, right? When, you know, they're yeah. starting to get into stuff. She's in high school now. He needs a phone. So oh, yeah. I, I know they had that discussion with her, but Cena and I just told her, and I told her point blank. I said, look, it's like this. <coughs> the law doesn't care which side you're on. If you're sending inappropriate material or if you're receiving inappropriate material, guess what? Your butt's nailed to the wall regardless, yeah. whether it's intentional or unintentional. Your butt's nailed to the wall, and you got to get yourself off the wall. Yeah. I said, every little t- thing you send and every little thing that you receive, there's a log that shows who sent it, what time they sent it, and who they sent it to. I said, I've seen these logs firsthand. I said, and every, time you, every phone call you make, I said, it makes a log of it. I said, I've seen those logs. Yeah. And I said, and don't think that I said, and don't think that you can get away with stuff. I said because if I have to, I said, I will figure out what all you've done and give it to your mom and dad. And I and it's one of those I was trying not to be a jerk about it. Yeah, but you I, have to. Yeah. <coughs> and and I told her, I said, I'm not trying to be <coughs> a jerk about it. I'm not trying to be your mom and dad and because I know that they've had a discussion with you, but Cena and I we have seen firsthand how just how bad things can go in a hurry. Yeah. I said we're just trying to make sure that you completely understand because, you know, your mom and dad, you, you know, they're on to the you all the time about things. And, you know, kids that age, mom and dad, yeah, 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 they don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we we deal with this almost on a daily basis. Just trying to, pr- you know, protect you for one, not making a, a knucklehead mistake. And two, somebody not getting your butt strung up for something that you're just a bystander of.
0: Yeah interesting
2: yeah and that's <laughs> i have parents with the daycares all the time
0: they're like oh my kid this now i'm like listen you're the parent yeah you know be a parent so it's hard i, I don't know
1: dave would you say you know your kids amongst their peer group 100 percent have their own cell phone or do you think it's 80 <coughs> percent
0: oh 100 percent easy yeah, yeah. yeah when you hit high school everybody fun yeah, yeah. I unless they're grounded a- and to middle school I'd say ninety five percent easy. And to give parents yeah. an idea of And
2: every parent claims it's a safety issue. Yeah. To give yeah, parents an I idea of yeah, go ahead, Justin.
1: No, just I can see that but that could easily be a rationale that you would feel
0: And I always tell them uneasy I, if your kid was there if without. they play sports it's one thing, but I mean every E- even if 50% of the kids had a phone or a coach, you know, the coach will always have a phone. It's like, surely you can have the coach just text you when practice is over? Yeah. You know, or do like we used to do in the old days. If practice is over at 5. You show up at quarter till. Mm-hmm. If there's an emergency, someone will call you.
1: Right. We'll just throw this out and will make, <laughs> date me a little bit. But, I mean, I remember black walnut vessel, it was kind of like, you get dropped off and, hey... You meet it in front of the yeah. library at yep. 7 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'd run around all day. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah well, parents well, might look at that and say, that, what? <coughs> that's yeah, yeah, you, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> ran around downtown Spencer, and as long as you met back at that yeah. time, you would go because you knew that if you didn't, you wasn't going, that could be the last day of the Black on Festival. whole yeah. period. So. And that's
0: the thing. Parents are so helicoptery now that it's like, oh, they got to have their phone. You know, that's when I coached middle school soccer here for um, for a long time. You know, I said, no social media, no phones during practice, you know, and, and the parents were like, well, there's an emergency. And I was like, I have a phone. Coach Mario has <laughs> yeah. a phone. Coach Chris has a phone. Well, you know. Right. Not that big a deal. There
2: are well, people in the school, volleyball practice is going on. Well, the kids can run up there. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And, and here's my thought process. If your child, heaven forbid, has a concussion or whatever, is knocked out unconscious, they can't call you anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I was like, you know, we deal with everything. If something emergency happens, it's 911. Right. The ambulance is less than two miles away. Right. Or, you know, we take care of it. And we got, you know, the hospital here. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. We have a wonderful local hospital EMS program. I mean, anyway. Right. Like, it's just parents wanting to pamper, in my opinion. And that makes it hard because as a parent, I understand you want to be careful. You want to be accessible in cases emergency or whatever but i always told them, you know it's way more important that the parents accessible accessible to whatever needs to happen than right. the kids right so the kids are with the group they're with you
2: know an adult so things will be it'll be okay
0: yeah but you know man
2: uh well to, to give parents an example a friend of ours they uh took in a foster child yeah and and, and this young lady of course now fast forward she's she's grown up and she's matured and she's uh she's done very well for herself considering the situation but but when uh when when these friends of ours first took her in uh she had a rough rough upbringing and all that and uh, she was doing doing things people her age shouldn't be doing yeah and that happens, Yeah. and she was setting herself up in a situation for some trouble and uh her 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 foster mother a friend of ours uh, she brought me her computer and she said look she said she's up to something i know that she said and i'm not liking where this is going she said i want to know exactly what's going on and to what extent it is done yeah so i work my magic <laughs> And her, she goes, here's here's her email account, here's her social media. I said, okay. So I worked my magic and find out that not only did she have the one uh, email account that the foster mother knew about, but there was two more. Mm-hmm. And I, how I stumbled upon those was I was going through the text messages, and one of her friends said, Hey, why are you on you, why are you using this email? I thought you got a new one. Say, like, oh, so there's a second one.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so then I started and I dug in and got the other two email accounts and got all that information and got her entire search history and all that. And I just presented it to uh, our friend, her foster mother, and said, <laughs> Here you go. Here's what the little darling's been up to lately. Yeah. yeah. And I just started going through. And I said, Here, this, 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 this. A- and she about fell on the floor. She's like, Yeah. She said, I knew she was up to something. She said, I knew that. Yeah. She said, "But I had no idea it was to this extent." She said, "But don't you worry, this issue will be resolved." <laughs> I said, <"N-> "No worries." <laughs> yeah, I said, "Okay." I said, "You know," I said, "You know, this is just you know, we'll do with it as yeah. you may." But yeah, yeah. yeah. She said, "Because she was uh, our friend. She was a really, she wasn't one of those helicopter parents, but she was the old school parent of, yep. I'm responsible for this child, and I'm going to make sure." that what needs to be done and, and to the best of our ability in the best best protection of this child, we're going to yeah. handle it. Yep. So, and she took care of it and it was funny, a mutual friend of ours, uh, <clears throat> she's seen what all I found and she comes up to me, she goes, Joe, don't you ever do that to me <laughs> i said okay first you're in your 70s yeah yeah <laughs> second unless you're some kind of legal action i have no need to go look and see how many email addresses you have <laughs> yeah that's funny but but yeah I, I mean it so just a fair warning to parents just because you think you're on top of things there may be stuff slipping through the cracks yeah. that you're completely unaware of huh. so there you go dave that's kind of a bonus tip of the week uh, that is a
0: nice little tip of the week i agree and that's the thing. It's, it's so hard as a parent, and most of them just don't understand the complexity of how accessible phones make everything.
2: Yeah, every. You know, and that's
0: why I tell parents all the time, like, I don't understand what the big deal is. I was like, you don't understand what you just gave your kid. If they have a phone, they have access to everything, and people have access to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're like, oh, gosh, what's that mean? I'm like, use your imagination. If you can imagine it, search it, find it your kid is as well multiply that by a thousand and there you go yeah because <laughs> all the information you ever want is out there yeah and, and, and good, the information you don't want Yeah, good is out bad there. and the ugly <laughs> yeah that doesn't even you know uh my girl's a soccer coach she's one of those computer people that do stuff on the dark web yeah. and she's always warning the team about hey you need to pay attention to what you do. Your social media usage is important. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff you look up is important. Don't don't stray down this dark hole of looking for information you don't need to be looking at. Yeah. And uh, she's super cautious with parents. She'll tell parents all the time,
2: listen, you need to monitor your kids' <laughs> devices and, you know, be yeah. careful online. Yeah, because uh, seen and I, we don't post very many pictures of Sadie online. You know, some parents, they'll post yeah. daily. Oh, yeah. And and seen and I work know some of our clients we work with are in the legal system and, and so we see a lot of stuff flow through and, and we have family members come up to us and go why don't you post more pictures Sadie? I'd love to see more pictures Sadie and we just tell them look we'd love to post pictures Sadie every day but we see yeah. the the negative effects of it so yeah for her safety and protection and ours we just you know we just post them sparingly yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately it, oh, it's no, our I mean, paranoia yeah you have to I
0: mean you have to take that stance interesting stuff i mean and you know it's the same as always where do you go from here what's going to happen how do we protect our kids it's all just a big paradigm of you know you do the best you can and the thing i you know we talk to parents here a lot just take care of your kids you yeah. do your due diligence <laughs> Check their phones. Don't act like they own the phone and they have the right to hide yeah. whatever. That's not how it works.
2: Yeah, until they pay for the phone and they pay the bill themselves, that is your device. Until they turn
0: 25, and, you know. <laughs> That's what I tell my kids all the time. When you're 25, then we can talk, and they're like, what are you talking about? We'll be out of college by then. I was like, okay, then great. That makes it even better. Yeah, it makes my job even easier yeah, You'll have a job. You pay your own bills. And yep, then you can, uh, you know. So, you I don't can, know. Yes, it's funny. It's you can funny. talk to wh- whatever stranger you want online then. Yeah. Well, we see it at the daycare here. The parents ask the kids constantly what they want. You know, like, oh, do you want to go to school today? As they're standing outside the door at school. And I'm like, that time has passed. You you just say, hey, you're at school. You're going inside. And that's the hardest thing is that separation anxiety that the parents
2: themselves, 95%, are the cause of. Right. Okay, good. So I don't feel so bad then because when we drop Sadie off in the morning, you know, she's like, oh, I don't want to go in. And it's one of those, I, I'm trying my best not to just shove her in.
0: <laughs> uh, I, and we tell all the parents, just shove them in, turn, walk yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, and they're like, oh, they'll be upset. I promise you, I have yet to see a kid that's been more upset for more than five minutes. Yeah. yeah. After five minutes and or less, Yeah. they get integrated into whatever's happening in the classroom. They find their friends. They start playing. They yeah. start doing the activity. Yeah. Crying's over. You yeah. Know, we, you know, we had a parent call. Uh, last week and you know, after their child's first day, like a couple hours ago, they're like, Hey, how they doing? So I walked down and I like, oh. looked down like, yep, come back and they're like, they're playing their butt off. They're having a heck of a good time. Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> they're like, really? And I, and I almost felt like the parent wanted them to miss them. Yes. But I was like, man, it's not how it works. Yeah
2: the parents cause more problems right okay so I'm, I'm glad i don't i'm i'm not yes joe don't be a problem parent this well, is your i'm lecture. trying not to I'm joking. so so, that, so now i don't feel so bad because it's one of those you know i'm like you dave just you know push them along but you know i also don't want to be seen on camera me taking say and just throwing her into the classroom and <laughs> run well you know and we we tell parents that a lot you know we're like hey um yeah you know,
0: just Put your kid in the classroom, let the teacher yeah. take them and right. them walk away fast. Don't, don't right. linger. Don't linger the, yeah, yeah, they don't want to hear that. They want to linger. They want to look. They want to wave goodbye again. They want to tell them they love them again. And that's all. I mean, it's sweet, and it's nice. Don't yes. be wrong. right. But but. There, there, do your child a favor. Yeah, there's, walk a, away. there's
2: a fine line between helping and, and a hindrance. Oh, yeah, and there's a <laughs> lot of hindrance. And that's, you know, it's,
0: I don't know. We always, the new parents struggle. But, right. You know, it's part of it and that's just how it works so parents learn you know and it is hard like the hardest day for me was when my kids ran into the daycare and didn't even stop to say bye or anything yeah i'm just like all right no hug goodbye <laughs> nothing just
2: you know yeah, so, so, so you walk that fine line and you you understand it oh i understand i've been down but, that road yeah
0: but <laughs> but for the child's best interest you yeah. got to be a parent right and a parent makes the kid go into the daycare or go into the school or what you know I saw it over to elementary school and this has been I mean, my kids have been out of elementary school for four or five years now. But, you know, they had a policy, they developed a policy where parents weren't allowed in past the doorway. And it kinda changed there for a year and I was like, What happened? What you know, I saw a big sign and teachers sitting there saying no parents passed this point and I was like I'm a parent, but I'm here to pick up patch forms. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, (laughs) go ahead. And I was like, what happened? And they had parents walking their kids to the classroom, and the kids would break down and scream and cry. And they'd spend 20 minutes in the hallway just disrupting class, disrupting the hallway time, disrupting breakfast, you know, negotiating with their kid. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. You know, what grazes it? And they're like, oh, first and second. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, not even like the first day. This was like two months into school. Yeah. I was like, is it still going on? They're like, oh, yeah, it's still going on. I like, yeah, it's unreal. But, you know, parents, be a parent.
2: So, anyway. Well, and, I, and I have thoughts on that, but I'll, I'll keep my thoughts to myself. We'll, yeah. we'll discuss it off air. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. <laughs> Two solutions out, to those problems that. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway. We'll just call them old school solutions. I forget so. what our topic was. Uh, uh, the iMessage. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. right yeah, yeah, there we go. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we have a good job. Fallout. Yeah, we
1: stayed kind of on topic. Yeah. <laughs> so good job anyway, Justin. So yeah, right. yeah,
2: this is the closest off topic, on yeah. topic we've been <laughs> in a while. Justin just letting it roll. Yeah, yeah.
1: So not of the potholes or the turns.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. It's interesting
0: stuff. There's always a lot of stuff you can talk about when it comes to child safety and mm-hmm. parenting and so that's what we were talking yesterday. <clears> There's <throat> a big grant that went out that talked about socio emotional behavioral stuff, and it's kind of crazy. Patch has been all about social emotional behavioral aspects of learning and education for 18 years now. Yeah, and it's finally swung back. You know, that's how we started. That was our that was our big thing. We want to serve kids, and we're going to attack the social emotional and behavioral well being of children, not academics. And I used to give a spiel. And I remember I was at the national level and myself and Zach and Denise were doing this presentation and the federal Department of Education people were in our session, you yeah, know, it four or 500 people. And, uh, and I said, listen, the biggest thing we do that makes us successful is we don't care about the ABCs, the one, two, threes, or their ACT score. And I saw everybody kind of perk up because, you know, room four or 500 educators. Yeah. You know, and they're all like, what? And I was like, social, emotional, behavioral has to come first. The teacher cannot teach any ABCs until all the social, emotional, behavioral needs are met. Right. Period. Right. We survey. We talk to our kindergarten, first, second, third grade teachers. And that is the biggest battle they fight Mm -hmm. is getting the kids to understand how to operate in a group. Because, you know, and this is the aspect you have to look at. If a child comes from, let's assume, a grandparent's watching them for their first five, six years of life. Right. That's great. It's wonderful. Grandparents do a great job. The downside is when they come into a classroom of 25 to 28 kids, it's chaos, and they've never been in that setting before, it's really hard on that child. Yes. So they don't know what group time is. They don't know what get your desk ready is. They don't know how breakfast works. Right. And so it it throws them into turmoil. And then you have a lot of behavioral issues, you have a lot of social issues, and you have a lot of emotional issues for that child. And that leads to the child out in the hallway crying, not wanting to go to school because it's just, you know, it's like throwing them on Mars. Yeah. And when we talk to teachers, they spend a full month, it's their estimate, between four and six weeks, just getting the kids to adapt to the social situation of being in school. So they lose four to six weeks worth of learning just dealing with social issues. And then you throw in emotional issues, behavioral issues. You know, you get kids that have never learned that you have to follow an adult's instructions of, you know, stand in line, uh, walk. You know keep your hands to yourself be quiet when it's group time you know whatever the case may be a lot of kids haven't not learned those lessons yet and it takes a little while to teach them so that's the biggest thing and when we gave that spiel the regional uh director at the time was pete eldridge he walked up and he's like man you guys are doing the right thing i was like oh i wish you would tell people that because they (laughs) want us to make act scores you know and attendance and improved grades is like that that's so hard to do in one hour after school right you know our teachers work their butts off for eight hours of the day attacking those things and it's an uphill battle we right. can't work miracles in one hour after school our job after school is to get homework done that exactly. helps out teachers right you know and to help kids be social emotionally and um, <clears throat> behaviorally adapt that's what we can do but here's the hard part you can't measure that no so
2: we're left out on island,
0: but I'm glad to see the pendulum swinging back.
2: Yeah. So, well, and and it's so and throw in COVID that makes oh gosh it this wreck of having kids worse. virtual
0: learning yeah. and not having internet and it's just been a hullabaloo. We've lost the a year. Oh, the mental yes. health aspect. We were talking about that yesterday. Uh, I keep
1: hearing that over and over. Kids feeling like yeah, when they went to the online learning, it's just like felt like the wind went out of their sails, and nobody yeah. felt motivated.
0: Well, and just... And um
1: still lingering now, it seems like.
0: I can't even remember who I was isolation. talking to yesterday, but they were talking about the aspects of adults and mental health, the importance of mental health in adults. You know, and, I was, and, and the t- conversation turned to mental health in children. You know, people are worried about adults because of the work situation and everything that happens there, you know, and their family's health, and the stress that's been on adults. Think about the stress on kids mm-hmm. that we have yet to target and help with. I mean, how do you help out that many kids that need mental help now or social help because their world's been turned upside down? Yeah. You know, having to stay at home for six to eight months, not being able to do anything, not being able to visit family members, you know, worrying about their parents and their grandparents getting sick. I mean, that's a lot of stress on a kid. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we got a lot of work to do as a society as far as working with kids and uh, making their social, emotional, behavioral aspects better. But we're getting there. I, I really feel like Rome County is better than a lot. Anytime we talk to anybody, you know, even our neighboring counties or across the state or in the region, you know, we're leaps and bounds uh, ahead of a lot of people. So right. we got a great little community here.
2: All right, where were we? I took us way off topic <laughs> there. Good job, Justin. So, so Apple's iMessage feature—it's <laughs> it, in beta right now, so it's coming soon. Uh, Apple, if you are listening. Uh, we hate you and we don't ever want to talk to you. Well, besides that, no, I'm joking. <laughs> that, that was for Justin's yeah. uh I, I'm giving you the finger point of shame on letting <laughs> the children be in charge of oh, gosh. their parents being alerted. What yeah. kind of knucklehead thinking is that? Yeah, I take it back. We hate you and yeah. we do anything to do with you. <laughs> and I'm so, so I'm against <coughs> you scanning my phone without my knowledge and I'm. But I'm fine with you checking the messages before they're sent and received. That's cool. I'm completely against the idea of putting, letting these children make adult decisions. Yes. Let the parents do their job. That's, that uh, is that is their job. Yeah, it should Until be their the child job. reaches the age of 18. So stop uh, pl- trying to play mommy and daddy in this situation. It's not going to work. It's, yeah, it's going the wrong direction.
0: I agree with Justin. <laughs> it's kind of like you know, what you said, a solution trying to find a problem. Yes. Wow. All right, well you got a product review for us. Yes. Now that we've shamed a- shamed Apple again this week, I <laughs> om- it's weird. I almost feel like once a week, once a week on the show, we got to shame Apple, yeah. and then we have to uh, talk about wise. Talk about wise. <laughs> give wise props. And so the wise talk is they came out with a motion sensor light camera, and camera all in in one package. Yeah. And uh, and I hear you're getting me a doorbell. A wired doorbell to try out. Uh, getting
2: get? a review on it coming soon. Well, I'll Stay review it as soon as you get me it. I'll take care of it. I'll put it in. I'll review it. <laughs> we. Well, how about you put, help me put it in where we're gonna put it <sighs> in at? Joe, and you come can on. What's well, just up the street?
0: Joe, I it's want my that. own. Well, it, okay. I'm not gonna live at their house and try it out. I gotta try it out my house. Well, sorry. <laughs> well, I can show you how. I can show you where it's at. Then you I'm can take it t- down I'm after hours. I have to talk to Cena about how you said there's a budget for these type of things. Yeah, let me know how that works <laughs> out for you. <laughs> you said there was a budget for these type of things. And she knows better than that. By oh, that lot. I've seen a smart on both of us. Hence, why we don't get these cool <laughs> gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting on our remote control truck and our little toy phones. Yeah, <laughs> where's
2: our toy phones at, Joe? Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> that's what you said last time. Well, that's what's still what's, that's still reported by Best Buy. Coming soon. Okay, so today. <laughs> We're going to review the Netgear Orbi RBK50 Series Mesh Routing System.
1: What the heck,
2: Joe? <laughs> okay, so... That
1: was hard to type all that in. I found it,
2: though. Okay, so <laughs> for those of you who don't know what a mesh system is... Nope. I do not. Dave, you do, and you don't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new there. <laughs> so, uh, a mesh, mesh networking is something new they've come out with in the last few years. And it's where you can provide whole house or whole office, however, whatever the situation may be, uh, wireless, wireless coverage without having to string wires from point A to point B. Okay. Hold on. How do I know that? Okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think
0: you're know. giving me more credit than I deserve in this okay, area. Joe, so, I'll throw that out there. Last
2: Last year, <laughs> yeah. when we set up all those hotspots in the community, uh, those were mesh routers. Gotcha. Yes. Nice. Because we was able to provide coverage in areas and not have to string a cable throughout the buildings to make it happen. Yep. So was able to provide coverage and not make a mess. Of I like way. how
0: you say we. I had nothing in that. And Joe, this is what we we you know we need to do. We need kids to have access to the internet. Well, and actually, you're like, okay, I got this.
2: And then that's all I knew about it. So I yeah, know. well, but you did legwork. You called the places and you made it. Well, you made the yeah. deals, and I just had yeah. to go install. So, I'm saying it, but still, you did the hard you work. Yeah.
1: He brains. He just the muscle. Yeah, yeah. I, I did the grunt <laughs> work.
2: Dave can use the phone. Yeah, job done. <laughs> So, so the Netgear Orbeez, the RBK 50 series, is, is one of their uh, home uh, level uh, mesh network wireless systems, and I'm going to do a review on that particular model today. Now, full disclosure, I've had I we use the the Pro series of the Orbeez at our office. We've used them, and, and I've used Orbeez for many of our clients. Love. The whole mesh setup and the Orbi setup, but this this particular model this is the newest model we've worked with, and we're going to do a review on it.
1: So it does it says it uses a third connection between your router and satellites. Yes.
2: Yeah, so the way it works is you you get uh, one main box, which is the main router itself, and you plug that into your internet box, and then where anywhere you have low signal inside your home, you hook up a satellite. And you just plug it into an electric outlet and then go on your on the Orbi app and sync it with your main router and it just picks up that signal and rebroadcasts it throughout your home.
0: I feel so. like I just gave someone permission to look at all the stuff that we search online.
2: Huh? <laughs>
0: Is that not right? No. It stays in, in your own
2: secure network? Yeah, because it uses the same... It, what it does is it... Re, it uh, it's coming off the same base? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it I duplicates gotcha. those settings, your Wi-Fi passwords and all that. It duplicates that to the satellite. It's so just extending it.
1: The word satellite here, it's not like a literal satellite up in the.
0: No, no. no okay, it's okay, just okay, it's I just gotcha, a little gotcha. box that looks just like... Well, that's when Justin said a third link to a satellite.
2: I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> now we're sending gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. Now you're not going to send any more information out than you normally do. <laughs> but, yeah, what it does is it sends it wirelessly, so you don't have to... So on, if you have coverage in on one end of your house and the other end of your house, you need coverage instead of having to string a wire to the other end, you just plug in that satellite and have it look, have it uh, com- connect to the main box and it uh, pulls those settings and then mm-hmm. you can walk through your whole house and never drop signal. Okay. Gotcha.
1: So Kinda like a booster, but not actually boosting signal, it's actually... Repeating. Yeah, having that same okay. signal somewhere else in the house. Okay.
2: Well, yeah, you can call it a booster. Yeah, it, 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 it's yeah, kind it, yeah. Yeah. All right, gotcha. All right,
0: booster. It's a booster. Yeah. So with with this system, so hold on, where do you have this at? Do you, are you using it yourself?
2: Uh, well, actually, used it at a. I actually installed it in a customer's home. And nice. Uh, okay. So you, you got real world. Yeah. Oh yeah. On it. Yeah. Okay. So the Wi-Fi coverage it covers up to seventy five hundred square feet, and it uses wow. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Pretty good signal coverage. Yeah, that, I mean, most homes are like 1,500 feet for a big home. Yeah, but but that's not including walls and all that because you know, walls can really uh, that's a trick. mess with signal coverage.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, what size house did you try this on, you think, roughly?
2: I think it's about 1,500 square feet. Okay, so about an average house. Yeah, right? about an average house. But now, I, th- there have been houses, there was one house I've done a while back that we had to actually put three satellites in, because just the way the house was laid out, like there used to be an old chimney that went right through the middle of the house that would really, I, apparently they used brick and rebar and who knows what <laughs> all <laughs> Yeah, yeah. because you could not get signal to penetrate through that, and we had that, and it was... Kind of go around it? Yeah. We made it, it the mesh the system made it work and very nicely and a whole lot easier, but yeah, it was a huh. weird setup. But anyway, so this, uh, as far as Wi-Fi goes, it supports the AC 3000 tri-band Wi-Fi. And if you need a hardwire connection, it actually has four ports on both the main box and the satellite. It has one for internet and three for your local network connections. And the software comes with the ability to use Netgear Armor, which is a paid subscription. And Netgear Armor is a cybersecurity software that keeps your network and private data safe from online threats. At home and on the go. Yeah. And it also has a feature called Netgear Smart Parental Controls, which you can uh, give your child's devices a lot of amounts of time during the day. You can say, okay, you only get 30 minutes of Internet for the day or an hour, or you can even have a nuke button that goes, nope, no more Internet for you. Nice. I
1: like
2: it. <clears throat> They're a little pricey depending on the package you get. Uh, let me pull up the prices real quick.
1: Yeah, I was saying like three thirty for the one I was looking at.
2: Yeah, tw- between three and six hundred dollars, three hundred and six hundred dollars, depending on how many satellites you need. Do they come in two packs or one or just
1: however many? Uh,
2: it comes in at least a two pack and a three pack, and I think you can even get a four pack—a uh, main box and three satellites. So does the signal? I'm
0: assuming there's some degradation of the signal the farther you go, or the more satellites you use. Does that
2: seem right, or is it just does it keep it bumped pretty high? Well, that's the thing with that's the nice thing with mesh systems. Yeah, that it keeps it pumped pretty high to where there's almost no, no almost no latency between the satellite and the main box. Nice. Okay. Yeah, the these mesh systems they almost they almost work on magic that they. they they have this stuff figured out to the point where, I mean, yeah. it's crazy.
0: I kind of think, so application-wise, this is for, like, people to watch movies or kids to play video games. Well, it's it's basically your home wireless router on steroids. Yeah, but I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like if you want this, it's for something specific where you're pumping tons of data at once.
2: Well, not so much that, more of... Uh, Hey, we have internet. We have Wi-Fi signal one in the house, but when we go to the other end of the house, nothing works. Right. Okay. And nobody wants to. Yeah, that makes sense. That'd be kind of that situation as well. And nobody wants to spend a Saturday st- and punching holes and making your house look like Swiss cheese, trying to string a wire from one end to the other. Yeah. So instead
0: Man, of. It's amazing how much stuff is wireless now. Yeah. Crazy.
2: So instead of spending a Saturday stringing wire and throwing a fit, and getting mad, and tearing up, and this destruction of property. You get a mesh system on an hour at most. Oh you have full house coverage and didn't even break a sweat. Yep. And that plug for Wise. Yes. I use their outdoor cams and they're wireless and I love them. Perfect okay, perfect example. If you want to put a wise cam on the other end of the house on the outside right. and you have weak signal. You we need go. that then.
0: Yeah. yeah, the mesh system could <coughs> the mesh fix su- that
2: yeah. Okay. So the pros on the RBK 50 series. The pros easy setup, it's literally anybody can do it. You you plug the equipment in, download the Orbi app and it literally holds your hand through the whole process. And as far as the satellite, literally you plug the satellite in, you go in the Orbi app and say sync satellite and it. Goes through its process within a few minutes. It pulls the exact same settings over, and you're done. There's no manual setup. It just yeah, it just, just works. Yeah, isn't that nice when things just happen? Yes, very nice.
1: You might have mentioned this already, Joe, but if you already have wireless <coughs> in your home, mm-hmm. this will hook up. You don't need to rebuy like a new wireless system. You don't need to reset up like uh, like an Orbi compliant or compatible. Wireless
2: setup first. No, it runs off just a standard Wi-Fi signal. Okay. Right. But you would, if you had a wireless router in your home, you would take it out and replace this with it. Okay. So that, it, so instead of buying a, a newer wireless router to help get your signal stronger in your house, you just take out your old wireless router and put this in its place.
0: Huh. You know what I'm curious about? What's that? I want to know how to change my password on Suddenlink.
2: We can talk about that off air. I <laughs> called
0: them. I called them and they're like, "Yeah, we don't let people do that anymore." And man, it's a huge m- mixture of numbers and
2: letters and it's such a pain.
0: We'll, we'll talk off air. All right. <laughs> front, yeah. You know, it's only been a year, but I figured I need to sort that out.
2: Yeah, pretty good pretty good chance we can oh, gosh, we can remedy that. Such a fiasco. But we'll talk anyway. off air. All right well that sounds
0: good so you've used this you like it so what kind of uh, pros cons deal we doing or so, so, just so rate it rated or what so, are we, what so are we so talking here Joe?
2: so the pros was easy setup another pro yeah. excellent coverage right. uh the customer's home uh that i installed it in they actually uh their their new job allowed them to work from home so she was loving it she was actually able to sit on her back porch and and in the summertime work and be outside she said this was yeah. ideal she never Never thought she could do that, and it was perfect. You know, that is a good point. Who thinks about going outside and wanting to have laptop or, you know, coverage? Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Okay. The cons, and here are the, the cons. Here we are, go. They oh are huge. So keep in mind, I said I installed that in a customer's home. Update, it is no longer in that customer's home, and here's why. Ooh, yeah. It is unstable and unreliable. Very unstable and unreliable. How so? Uh, they'd be working and... Well, work. no, I mean, like, what causes it to be unstable? So I did a little research, and it wasn't, and I wasn't the only person. This partic- <laughs> This particular model of Orbeez, the RBK50 series, yeah. there's a glitch in the code Ooh. that you'd be working, and all of a sudden it just goes offline. Wow. And the that's only, huge. And the only way to reboot, and the only way to resolve it, is you just reboot it. And, and what's crazy is it you it could work fine for a week and then just go offline, and then you have to reboot it five times within that one one day. To get internet connection, and if you're working from home, that that can't happen. Yeah, yeah. So and that's what this. Yeah, my gosh. Yeah. So, I. So, it and it's a known issue if you look on Netgear's message boards, and what's bad is these other users, I got on the message boards and started uh, complaining, and they kept saying, well, try this, 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 and this, and I'm going, okay, yes, no problem for me to set up. Yeah. One, be- because this is what I do, but I'm thinking, one, you shouldn't have to do this. Yeah. And two, if this is what it takes to make it work, you need to scrap the product anyway because not everybody's a network engineer or Mm -hmm. has a networking background and knows to go and start monkeying with these advanced settings that they should never be monkeying with to begin with. Yeah. Oh, man. So, huge con on that. Con number two... Oh, there's more yeah and wait there's more <laughs> so i reached out to netgear's technical support and said hey and, and here's what's bad was uh the issue didn't uh, peek its head until about four months in yeah so i reached out to netgear's technical support told him my problem said look i know you're not dealing with just you're not going to get me off the phone very easily i know this is a problem." There's plenty of articles online that said this is a problem. Even your own message boards with your own people say this is a problem. <laughs> I need a solution. Their response was, well, since it's not a hardware issue and it's passed oh, a 90-day 90, uh, ninety day software warranty for, eight, for $89, we can offer you support for a year. And not only would it cover that device, it cover your routers, but it would cover your computers, too. I said, look, I'm not paying that $89. You can forget that. Yeah. It's a glitch in your system, a no- well-known glitch in your system. Fix it. Oh, well, sir, there's nothing we can do with that. Okay, thank you. Oh, Have a good day. no way. Yes.
0: Man, that's just mean.
2: <laughs> so, it got the point of... Do I just want to light this thing on fire and then call and say, Hey, I need a new one because this thing just somehow spontaneously combusted? <laughs> or what? So, long story short, uh, we we made things right with the customer. We got them a completely different set. Not even Orbeez at that point. I was so mad. We went with a different company. And they are loving life and everything's good on their end. But it's just.
0: <clears throat> That's massive.
2: Yeah. So, next year, I hope someone hears this, and I'm calling you out on it. Yeah. So, for the. Okay, so.
1: You weren't lying, Joe. <laughs> Justin's a, on the job. A yeah. review coming, though, is going to
2: be. Yeah, I told you guys this was going to be an
0: entertaining one. So, I'm curious now as to the star rating, because <laughs> you said the pros, it worked good. Yeah. The cons, did work. though, is that it doesn't work all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And it had how to, it to it be works. replaced. That's That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so give us the star review here. Out of five stars, five being the best, one being—is there a zero star? I wish there was. <laughs> okay, so th- so there could be no stars. Yeah, Let me do that. One
2: being terrible. No stars means avoid at all costs. How about that? Okay. So, so Joe's rating. So for the RBK fifty series, now that Dave has given, it, I was going to give it a one star. Ooh. But since you gave me the option of zero star, the RBK fifty three or fifties series. Warby routers is like I said this one particular series gets a very first zero star. Wow. Throw it in the dumpster. Don't buy it to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Under any circumstances. Don't even take it if they've given them away.
1: Wow. It'll Not just, even
2: for free.
1: Yeah. Not worth the headache. That's no.
0: crazy. Yeah. I understand. I understand. I kind of thought that's where you were going because I mean for you
2: to say okay, this is no longer feasible and it's got to come out. That's got to be major. Because I first thought it was might have been something to do with their setup, so I took SET, yeah, yeah. brought it back to our office, and tried on two different Internet connections, got the exact same results, and these two Internet connections wow. were completely different than what the customer had. So we've tried three, at this point, three different Internet connections and gotten the same results every time. That is unreal.
1: Hmm. Some sloppy uh, work on that gear's part in terms of developing that product. Didn't yes. Yes. Didn't do a thorough job, apparently, of testing and working bugs out before you.
2: And it's one of those, if they would have came back and said, you know, we messed up, we'll make it right, you would have gotten a much higher rating. But when you slap, when, when it's an issue and you know it's an issue and then you hold over the barrel and go, well, you know, for an extra $89, we can fix this. And I'm going, okay, we've already spent, hundreds of dollars on this and now i'm gonna have to spend more time on this and you can't guarantee that this will fix the issue yeah. because there's plenty of documentation saying it won't yeah so now i'm gonna throw an extra 89 out the window yeah. plus possibly lose a customer over all this because if i take it back and say hey yeah it's fixed," and in the next day they're in an important meeting and it, they all they get done is they miss out the entire meeting because they're sitting there rebooting their Warbies all day Sorry, nope, move on to the next. Yeah. Wow. And just a uh, shout-out to Netgear. We went with one of your competitors. Ooh. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Eero, which is an Amazon product. Amazon. Which I could possibly do a review on them, and, and just a heads-up Netgear, that one worked much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that's deserving,
0: because here's the here's the and hard I, and, part and for here's me. The,
2: and here's what's kicking. Oh go ahead Dave, sorry.
0: Well I was just gonna say you've presented here's what not to get, maybe the next product review
2: you do is what to get. Yeah. And we can kind of do the, the comparison, I okay. guess. And here's what's what kind of pains me. Yeah. Is I've been a huge advocate for Netgear products for years. I use them daily. Yeah. And and I've and I've installed mesh their mesh I've installed two mesh systems of their of Netgear's products since then. Not this model. Yeah two different models from their uh, their equipment, and absolutely love them. So, Nick, Gear, I'm not just dumping on you because I have a bone to pick with you. Yes, I yeah. do have a bone to pick with you, but I'm also a valued uh, customer here. So, I'm calling you out on it.
0: Yeah. Bang.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's
0: a heck of a product review, <laughs> Joe. I can't believe <laughs> throw it in a dumpster, don't take it if it's free rating yeah. out of you, which is amazing because with when it comes to technology you're really good at making things work. Yeah. Um, you know and I and I've been with you when I've had technological stuff and you've been like, "Listen, this is really trash, but I'm going we'll to make it work." Yeah. And <laughs> we've went down that road before <laughs> before unfortunately, <laughs> but a zero star, okay? Well, take it from Joe. He knows the deal, so Joe, if anybody needs to get a hold of you, if they're curious about, you know, they want a whole mesh system or something along those lines and you have obviously tons of experience with that
2: and now you know what to get, um, yeah, right. how do they get a hold of you. You can give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at amdigitaltech for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Help Desk with Joe and Dave. We're on all the major platforms, and all of our episodes are hosted by anchor.fm.
0: All right. Well, show number 85 in the books, 15 more weeks, and we'll be up to 100 moving right along in this format so yeah okay well again a&m digital technologies powering all the stuff here behind our patch stuff in spencer west virginia and Wirt and mason and jackson and uh you know super proud and happy to have a local business so if you need anything technology wise go to your local businesses and uh, i highly suggest a&m digital technologies so we'll be back next week with show 86 so for more from myself justin and joe everybody have a great week and uh you know, make sure you choose a home mesh system that makes sense for you.
2: And, and uh, not the Netgear 4 <laughs> RBK50 <Yes>. series. <laughs>
0: so check with Joe Racine on the appropriate one for you, and they'll take care of all your needs for technology. All right, we'll be back next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Great show, and uh, everybody have a great week.